0: My name is Meryl Zubro, CEO of Mark Research, and the chair of the MSMR Program Advisory Board at Michigan State. I'm really excited to be part of Spartan Insights. Spartan Insights is a series of podcasts that I'll be hosting and interviewing one of the 350 alumni and 60 board members from the Michigan State Marketing Research Program. Today's guest on Spartan Insights is Joey Stevenson, Customer Insights Manager, Tyson Foods. Joey Thanks so much for being part of Spartan Insights.
1: Very happy to be here, guys. Thanks so much for the invite.
0: Absolutely. So, Joey, you know, when I was growing up in Boston, I always wanted to play left field for the Boston Red Sox and follow in the footsteps of Jim Rice and Ted Williams and Kyle Stremsky. Growing up, when you were in the sandbox playing with your siblings or your friends, did you say, oh, I want to be a researcher? Is that what you said?
1: A little bit. I actually wanted to be a mad scientist for a while, but use my powers for good. And over the years, I kind of learned that I really dig data, and that kind of led me to this career path. Oh, that's exciting.
0: What led you to Michigan State? Because you went undergrad and grad there. Are you a Michigan guy?
1: Correct. Born and raised. Born in Bell Creek, Michigan, so Serial City, USA. Wow. I lived outside of there for about four years in the countryside and then moved to uh, the west coast of Michigan in Grand Haven. Really spent my four years there and then moved to East Lansing in 08 for college and never looked back. Was there all the way up until 2016 exactly.
0: That's great. So let's start with the listeners a little bit. Kind of an overview of your career, if you would.
1: Sure thing. So since leaving the program, I was fortunate enough to join the NPD group. And in particular, their practice is called the supply track. Essentially, it's a service that allows that particular business to track transactions from distributor to operator. So in the food service realm, it's a little less clear cut as to where a product goes once it leaves a manufacturer's warehouse. And so there was a very large gap in knowledge for a lot of large manufacturers understanding where their product went once it left their warehouse. NPD filled that gap and joining NPD group back in 2016, all the way to 2018 on that business was very enlightening, you know, from the program with Justin team, you know, you learn everything from how to leverage the insights to how to mine data really understanding how do you connect those dots for folks who might not be as data savvy or just simply have the time to pull the data themselves. So in my role at MPD for those two years, I had a lot of time connecting dots for folks from a lot of different client bases, a lot of different categories, one of them being Tyson Foods. And that's how I got the job with Tyson today. As far as the career pathline goes, you know, leaving that program, I think you kind of have a couple options. The two stick out to me personally is you can go into the client side. So you can work for a large CPG manufacturer or you can go in the data vendor. Side Think of IRI, Nielsen, or in my case, it was NPD Group. I don't really think there's like one right choice in that regard. I just chose NPD Group because they were in Chicago. always wanted to live in a big city. Being from Michigan, especially the West Coast, it was about a three hour drive to my house where my dad lives still. So that was close to family. And I had a lot of friends and other family members too, living in or outside of Chicago. So it was a simple thing to pull the trigger for me once I got that job offer. So since having left NPD and joining Tyson Foods, this came with a move all the way from the Winnie City to a little place called Fayetteville, Arkansas, which is where University of Arkansas is. It's a very nice little town. The whole area Northwest Arkansas is very popular for, of course, Walmart, Tyson Foods, and J.B. Hunt. You have some of the three biggest manufacturers in America right here. Coming down here, it's been a world of difference. All for the better, though. When I joined Tyson Foods, I was still with the food service realm. So not necessarily getting my feet wet yet with retail data, but really kind of helping our poultry business grow and develop in food service as it has over the last decade or so. And then after some soul searching and figuring out what is my next step in life after food service. I chose to join the retail side. And since then I've joined as of it was 2019, December, I moved over to support our Walmart business here at Tyson Foods.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. There's a lot of takeaways there for the listeners. You know, it's funny. I'll give you my answer. We'll play Jeopardy. I think you did it the right way. And now I'll explain. You know, I think to have the experience, Joey, of the agency or the vendor side, And then client is the way to go as opposed to the opposite, because I think it gives you really a nice springboard and a base of knowledge to then apply to the client side as opposed to starting on the client side and then going to the supplier side. So I actually think you did it the right way. I mean, listen, you would have been successful either way, but do you think it helped you going it the way you did it versus the opposite?
1: Yeah, I appreciate those comments too. And not to be too long-winded, but I definitely agree. In other words, moving from the supplier side to the client side was the best move, especially for me personally, because of the categories I got to service and the clients I was working with at MPD it gave me a really wide breadth of business problems and different intricacies from category to category base, just really tackling those differences and helping them grow their business. It helped me understand, I guess, the power of a large company. What does it mean to gain, say, you know, so many share points within the market, along with just understanding how do we actually go to market, the various strategies folks have. So I think having that breadth of knowledge from the supplier side, working with clients, and then having the ability to kind of make a real difference while at the actual client and joining them full-time was the right move. One last thing I'll say too about that is that I know that those bigger data vendor partners are appealing to a lot of people, IRI and Nielsen
0: specifically. But... And Mark Research, Joey, come on, my company. <laughs> Sorry, and Mark Research, you got that right. It felt like I pushed you
1: into that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no paid endorsement here today, but the big thing is, you know, moving into that world it's important to understand that in those bigger companies, from what I understand, at least, and talking to friends who went over there, they didn't have as much, not autonomy per se, but just influence over their daily decisions. In other words, it was a very rigid structure from a corporate standpoint, and you're always kind of feeding information to the next person up. Whereas when I was at NPD, I was giving you know face-to-face presentations with folks, sometimes to CFOs and part owners as basically a junior account manager. So having the ability to do that in such a non-senior role with a more, not boutique company, but just not the big bigs of the world is really important. Even though the monetary reward wasn't quite as high as what some folks could be making at that time, I think getting that experience first and then worrying about the monetary later is really important because you really can't replace those times when you get that experience. So as far as transmitting a good message to incoming folks in the program and folks who are there right now, don't shy away from those smaller market research firms, especially because the experience you get there is invaluable.
0: Well, I totally agree with you. And the fact that in a morning you can work for a CPG company, a hospitality company, and then 11.30, you'll be working on technology business. And then the afternoon, you get a little auto industry. And then when you're tired, maybe, who knows, you get a little bit of healthcare mixed in. You know, you're well-versed and you get a situation where you can't get bored. My ADD kicks in. And one of the reasons I went into research is because it's always changing, right? We're way ahead of the market. And we know what's coming out next. So I appreciate that. And I also love how you framed it, Joey, that, you know, money will come. I always say, take your first job because of your boss. Don't take it because of an extra $4,000, $3,000. At the end of the day, it's not going to matter, but your boss will help mold your career, especially if they take an interest in you and move things forward. I think it's a valuable insight for anybody listening to this podcast. So let me ask you this. My gut is, I know we don't know each other well, and you're probably chuckling because we've actually never met each other and we're total strangers up until 15 minutes ago. But if I had to guess, getting to know you a little bit in the last 15 minutes, you're probably a lifelong learner. You probably look at your life in retrospect and really probably have some takeaways from your time at NPD. So if I said to you, how has Joey Stevenson grown as a professional when he was at NPD, what would you say?
1: Wow. That's a great question. I love having those deep thought out questions like this. I'd say, number one, there's this book I read right before I went to work for MPD. Very simple, quick book called Who Moved My Cheese? The author escapes yep. me, but the moral of the story, everyone should know, is like always expect change. So having that mindset in a client development role that I had for two years was very important because, for example, your main point of contact could change tomorrow at the company you're working for. Then all of a sudden, the relationship resets, and you have to kind of rebuild the relationship from the ground up. So that's really important in that role. As far as other things that kind of help move myself there too, would maybe be never underestimate the power of just like a simple exchange in words with a coworker or when someone reaches out for help, whether it be internally or externally. When I was at NPD, I had a chance to talk to some folks who wanted to enter the MSMR program. And, you know, I booked a conference room and set up a conference call with those folks and talked for a half an hour at length as best I could to help answer questions. I know that some folks, since that conversation took place in 2016, 2017, they've reached out and they went through the program or chose to go Otherwise, just those moments of giving back is very important because it's probably tough for that individual asking those questions, putting themselves out there, asking for advice and career advice. Even though for me, I was just so brand new in my role, I was still kind of drinking from a fire hose, if you will. Always expect change is important and also don't undervalue or underestimate the impact you might have in a simple 20-minute phone call with a coworker or with someone asking for your career advice.
0: Yeah, I love the way you said that. And I could not agree with you more. I always said when I was growing up, Joey, that if I was ever in a position to help people, I would. And I can't thank you enough because my gut is, you know, you're a pretty level-headed guy and you probably have helped a tremendous amount of people and just didn't even know it at the time. So that's great. Is there anything you could talk about from a project standpoint? You know, I worked on some really cool projects back in the day. I actually started as an interviewer. You ready for this, Joey? I'm so old that I did door-to-door interviewing. True story. I'm so old that I was on the earth when T-Rexes were running around. Okay. (laughs) That's how old I am. But do you have like a favorite project or a really cool project that you work for at either Tyson or NPD? Something that you can talk about. I'm not looking for company secrets. but Mm -hmm. something you could talk about where you're like, you know what? I really enjoyed working on this project and it really had an impact on the business and it moved it forward. Anything jump out at you?
1: Yeah. You know, part of my role at MPD was really just empowering folks who didn't have time or didn't have poll data themselves to understand it, to connect those dots and really get a powerful insight and in, say, hopefully 30 minutes of poker in a tool. So I took that mentality to Tyson and working with our business units, as we call them, specifically with poultry, trying to really empower our sales force. And so keeping a high level, I was able to design a couple of tools that really helped us pick out essentially where competitors were winning most and where we had the lowest hanging fruit. That might seem very mundane from a retail standpoint because data there is very mature, but like, you know, kind of harkening back on that, the, the food service piece, it used to be very much like the Wild West and now it's more or less the industrial age. It still hasn't quite caught up to where we are today with retail data. So to have a simple, say, if you will, pocket calculator that a business individual could pull up on their phone or tablet, click a couple of buttons to focus in on their specific market and say, huh, you know, competitor ABC is here and they have this kind of a price and that kind of a market share, but we have this item that You know, might be comparable, stuff like that was very helpful to the sales team. It's last I checked was still in use today, but just giving them those very quick, insightful pieces that they can then take to say a sales call when they're in the back of house setting with a restaurant owner saying, Hey, I know you have this. I know you have that, but how about this item? And they already had that prepared because they clicked a few times on a pivot table. That's very powerful stuff. So that may be very high level. And then as far as the NPD side goes, there was a lot of information that I worked with regards to pricing. So understanding the regionality, of pricing from say the West Coast versus the East Coast or the North, South, East, and West census divisions. That was very impactful once we were able to break out our data that way. And so having that level of information was very important to kind of learn how to leverage that within conversations with the sales team. You know, the more I stay on the client side, Merrill, the more it seems that it's so impactful that if you're not in a sales role or helping sales, you got to find a way to do that because that's where the real difference is made in the business day-to-day decisions.
0: Yeah, I think it's good. You know, it's funny, Joey, I have a Merrill-isms, and one of which is there's three things that really catch the eye of a boss or even a CEO. One is selling something. One is building something that somebody else can sell. And the other thing is increasing efficiencies. So saving time, saving money means improving the bottom line. But you're 100% right. Hey, Joey, let me ask you this. Let's assume you're hiring today and you're the hiring manager at Tyson and you've got to bring on a couple people. Obviously, I know they're going to be bright. They're going to be you know, outgoing, blah, blah, blah. But what are some of the must-have qualifications to work on Joey's team?
1: Sure, I'd say self motivator probably is number one or two and continuous learning. I pride myself on that. At the same time, it's just so important to have an innate curiosity to learning. So not only wanting to better yourself through learning, but also just wanting to learn, period. So whether that be personal curiosities or something you might pick up on the side, like for example, I picked up guitar over the past year or so and I said, you know, why not? I have the time now. Let's go ahead and do it. So I think being self motivated, uh, having the curiosity to learn and the hunger for knowledge is very important. Those three things.
0: That's great. So let me ask you, Joey, in terms of advice for anybody who's graduating over the next year, any best practices, any advice, any words of wisdom that you could give them?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And kind of bring it back to what would I want to have known before going in the program? And I think that even though I leveraged this quite a bit, especially towards the tail end, working with the professors, the staff specifically, asking them just basic, simple questions of how did they end up at Michigan State? What was their career path like? Where did they see certain industries going is important. So don't shy away from that at all. And then specifically to Jessica, I remember the day very vividly I asked for help with my resume and we sat in her office, took about a half an hour. I forget the other gal's name. Who was in there. I think it was one of her assistants, but Jess really poured herself into me, if you will, and helped me understand You know, what are certain things to better a resume. And one of the things was quantifying yourself. So as opposed to long-winded explanations of your accolades, just simply put bullet points. And then as time allows in an interview process, then you can start talking about them. For me, I still use that today, quantifying yourself, especially on email, talking to my manager, talking to VPs, SVPs, all the way up to CEO, sometimes in communications that I'm part of, it's important to always remind the folks who are writing that email. There's no reason to have this long-winded paragraph. Just simply put the most important highlights in bullet points if you can. So be brief. And then I think the last thing is don't be shy, you know, on LinkedIn, especially. That's always a good spot to kind of get to know people, especially either active or former folks of the program like myself, just simply saying, hey, I'm reaching out. Wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Don't shy away from that either. I think that's important. So in other words, leverage the network that MSMR and Michigan State has built up, especially on this program.
0: Huge takeaway. Ask for help. Joey did. You should, and it will help you. I promise. Joey, I really appreciate your time today and Spartan Insights. My name is Meryl Dubrow. Thanks for listening.